I'm Danny, That Witch Next Door, and you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Thank you for joining me for today's pre-show. And now it's time to officially start and welcome everybody to the second episode of That Witch Podcast. Yay! Hello! I was just talking to my YouTube community because I came up with a really fun idea today before I started recording that I'm going to do a little YouTube pre-show tarot poll before I uh, start recording the actual podcast episode. So if you want to check out today's card and the full description and reading, make sure you go over to my YouTube channel and catch that and then hit subscribe and make sure you ring that little bell so that you don't miss notifications for new episodes. I will mention today's card because it seriously perfectly connects with the astro energy coming up. But like I said, for the full and complete reading and insight, make sure you check out the video. Okay. Hello. Hi again. Welcome. So I'm Danny, that witch next door. Welcome to my humble abode. I am a professional witch. I'm an instructor and mentor of witchcraft and astrology. And this is my home. Okay. Hello. I guess I don't have to say, okay. Okay. This is my house. So I was letting YouTube know before I got the show started. I have been podcasting for uh, several years now since early, early, I think January, 2019, maybe even December, 2018. And this is something that I love doing and I'm very, very comfortable doing it. However, this is the first time I've ever been on YouTube before. And this is the first time I've ever video recorded myself while recording a show. So excuse the excess nerves. I'll find my groove (laughs) in these first few episodes. Okay. All righty. Well, without further ado, let's jump right into everything today. Today is Tuesday, July 27th. We're going to be looking at the astrological energy and forecast coming up from uh, today all the way through Monday, August 2nd, just taking a look at some major planetary transits and aspects and really taking that all in, giving an overview of, you know, kind of an energy reading and really a how do we apply that energy, all this transiting cosmic energy? How do we really translate and apply this into the three big main areas I want to always talk about on this show, which is our personal lives, our careers, and our practices? Okay. Let's start with the moon. So the moon, the moon, the moon. The moon is in Pisces right now, and we are just coming off of the full moon. The full moon was in Aquarius on Friday, and now we are in the waning stage, which means we are on our way to the new moon. And while we're in Pisces, things are going to tend to feel a little 
dreamier, a little more sensitive, a little more surreal. And while this is common of, uh, you know, Pisces moon energy every month, it's really heightened right now because every month as the moon transits through the sign of Pisces, it also meets up with and dings Neptune retrograde in Pisces right now. And so because Neptune's retrograde in Pisces, things are already feeling a little extra slower, a little extra low energy, and a little more sensitive. When I say the word sensitive and we're talking about Pisces, I do not automatically mean sensitive as in like emotionally sensitive, like it's easy to make somebody cry. Though I also mean that. Uh, (laughs) because that is also very true. I want you to start broadening your perception of the word (laughs) sensitive. Jesus, sorry, sorry, of the word sensitive. This does not always mean, I think that it has this connotation now that sensitive means weak. Oh, you're so sensitive. Oh, I'm just so sensitive. And sensitive actually means a lot more than that. I feel like we should look up the actual definition of the word sensitive because I'm very, very curious. Sensitive. Quick to detect or respond to slight changes, signals, or influences. Perfect. That is exactly how I meant it. Sensitive. Hypersensitive. Quick to respond. You can feel every little shift, feel every little movement in somebody's behavior, maybe even in somebody's thoughts, in somebody's emotions, in somebody's energy, okay? This is what I mean. Every month when the moon goes into Pisces, we're all a little extra sensitive, and this is what I mean. The fact that Neptune is retrograde in Pisces right now, heightened sensitivity, because Neptune, any any retrograde point and purpose is to get us to review, reflect, reevaluate. Okay, so it's a very much of a slowing down and retracing your steps and really reflecting on how do I do X, Y, and Z? How do I experience X, Y, and Z? And X, Y, and Z being whatever energy or qualities or areas of life that planet rules over, Okay. And when it comes to Neptune, this is our spiritual experience, our relationship with spirituality and the divine and higher powers. Uh, This is also our dream state, okay? This is our connection to the dream realm. And so the way that Pisces gets us to reflect and review on all of its areas of life that we need to, typically this comes in the form of the dream state. I will also add to that, if you have major Pisces placements, that dream state very likely is starting or has already been extending into your waking life, okay? If you don't have any major, major, major Pisces placements, you might just be noticing, man, my dreams have been crazy lately. A lot of people are telling me they can't remember them. And I think that that's because of the Neptune retrograde and the Jupiter retrograde, which is also in Pisces. Although Jupiter will move all the way back into Aquarius this week. Neither here nor there. 
this is going to be having a really profound effect on major Pisces placements perception of reality right now. Things are going to feel a little extra surreal at the beginning of this week. A little extra sleepy, a little extra low energy. And then, my dears, really honestly starting overall this evening into the early hours of tomorrow morning, we've got some lightning fire energy coming our way this week, okay? So we are going to get a real boost in energy. And I think that this might, the reason I really painted a nice long picture with all that Pisces energy is because for a large amount of folks, this uh, change and shift in energy is going to feel a little jarring, okay? And I just want y'all to be prepared for that within the next 24, 48 hours or so. You might find this to be a night and day difference in either your energy or people around you. And I think that these kind of heads up are really, really beneficial to sensitive individuals and folks. Again, based on our definition of sensitive, not weak. I want us all to stop using that word as a synonym for we. Okay. Zip, zap, zap. Where are we going? The moon is going to start in Pisces. We're moving into Aries uh, pretty early tomorrow morning. Yep. About 4 a.m. Mountain Standard Time tomorrow morning. And then finishing out the week with the moon in Taurus. But during its time in Aries, There are some other key planetary team members here and players that are really, really going to add to this big boost and jolt in energy. Number one, Mercury is moving from Cancer into Leo this week. Today, today, today. And this is, honestly, when Mercury is in Cancer, I think that it is in a very well-deserved kind of slow down period. Cancer is a cardinal sign. And so it can be very reactive and very instigative. But overall, cancer does not mind taking its time and moving a little bit slower and being a little bit softer around the edges. And so when uh, Mercury moves from this energy into fiery Leo energy, really think of Mercury as literally getting his jets lit and ignited with fire. Okay. He's, he's moving from a water sign into a fixed fire sign. So he's getting like sustainable fuel. Leo fixed fire energy is sustainable fuel. The sun in Leo is seriously, some of the best sun energy. The sun is at home in Leo. And because Leo is a fixed sign, like I said, think of that unending summer heat, like heat waves and stuff like that being this abundant resource for energy, for anything that you might need, anything that you might need, tap into the sun's energy right now. This is this week in particular, fucking bomb, bomb time to be doing sun magic, okay? Refueling, rejuvenating, 
This is a very creative time, passion in all senses of the word, really, really, really beautiful time for sun energies. So anybody that works with sun gods like Helios, um, this is your time. I would really even consider making an altar or a space in the home somewhere dedicated to the sun's energy right now to really help you tap into that. And again, in whatever area of of life that you need it. So Mercury being the quick little motherfucker that he is, going to be making tons of aspects this week. And honestly, overall, they're really, really harmonious aspects. And so I, we're going to be talking about how to really tap into and use this for your benefit. And then Venus, Venus is still in Virgo. I'm going to be honest with you. Venus makes a couple of squares this week. Venus is in Virgo, which is also a Mercury-ruled sign. And this is going to heighten a little bit of tension, which I think can also feel a little jarring with this really harmonious Mercury and Sun energy right now. I think that everyone is going to kind of be riding a decently like high wave. And then you're going to encounter some tension that kind of makes you like, (laughs) I was in a really good space. I was in a really good space. That really threw me off. That's all right. The tension is there for a reason. Use the sun's energy. Use that endless amount of fuel, like I said, to aid in that tension, okay, in whatever way you may need. But keep in mind, there is going to be a little bit of tension this week, particularly in our um, like meaningful relationships. Now, also this week, Marzi is moving from Leo into Virgo. That is going to happen in just a couple of days on Thursday. And really the transition from Leo into Mercury, sorry, <laughs> from Leo into Virgo <laughs> is... Uh, we certainly don't slow down on the energy side of things, which is why I was saying, again, this week is going to be very, very high energy because when you have Mars, who's already a very fiery, fast-moving planet on their own, moving from that unending, abundant energy of the sun, right? Like, that Leo fiery fire energy that's ruled by the sun. Moving into a Mercury ruled sign. Again, I want you to imagine that the jetpack, they're all wearing jetpacks. That's how I measure their energy and their movement, I guess. That jetpack has like some uh, some serious energy reserves heading into Virgo, okay? Things might not be as playful. Mars moving from Leo into Virgo, gonna be a little more of, instead of, you know, playing and being really, really creative and interacting with lots of people, that kind of high energy, it's gonna start morphing into time to get shit done. What needs to get done? Let's do it. What's not working? It's time to fix it. I'm here to actually get it done. Mars and Virgo does overall pretty damn well. Mars likes to get shit done. And Virgo, honestly, 
one of, if not the best sign for getting shit done. Truly. This is a very, very efficient sign. And Mars loves some efficiency. It really helps guide that fiery energy of Mars uh, and, and focus it in a much more productive way. Okay. So again, energy really, really, really high this week. And lastly, the sun overall is making some pretty harmonious aspects this week as well. And so that is just building and adding on to this unending, prosperous, abundant, fixed energy of a Leo sun right now. Okay. How do we take all this? How do we take all this fiery, creative, problem solving, right? All of this, this high energy, it's really abundant. It's very, very beneficial. How do we actually translate it and apply it into our lives? Well, on a personal level, I think that this is going to really help those heavy feeling uh, water and, and Pisces placements that I've been talking about. Water signs, particularly Cancer and Pisces, kind of kind of going through it right now. Okay. I have very prominent placements in both Cancer and in Pisces in my chart. And this has been a very, very draining time on my energy. And I can feel this very welcome boost. And I just am really excited to let everybody know that it's coming. I promise if you've also been kind of experiencing a little bit of this sluggishness and um, almost wandering misdirection right now, we are being gifted some energy boost as well as good actual focused energy. Okay. Now, I will say our needs collectively and in our relationships and our personal relationships, there is a heightened need for quality time and most likely words of affirmation right now. Okay. Take this into consideration when you think about your love language, your love language needs, and the love language that you express, your natural love language tendencies. Okay. Uh, think about this in, through the scope of the needs of your other, you know, those individuals on the other side of your relationships, whether it's romantic partners or plutonic partners, what have you. Um, this is definitely the best way for all of us to help meet each other's needs right now is genuine quality time and words of affirmation. With all of this Mercury energy, with all of this Leo energy and this Virgo energy, uh, this is really going to it's gonna, how do I say this? When it comes to this big heightened boost of energy, we don't want it to feel so heightened that we feel overwhelmed and we feel like nobody's listening and we feel like nobody cares about us. And so we start getting bitter and we don't know how to act and we don't know how to show up. And maybe we show up in a way that either feels inauthentic or maybe we show up in a way that's just really aggressive when we didn't really mean it that way. The way to combat a lot of these issues and challenges is by meeting each other's needs. And so that's why I really like to talk about this part. Uh, that quality time that you can give to somebody, whether it is a phone call, seeing them in person, a Zoom call, a genuine text conversation, real, real heartfelt um, conversation and interaction, okay? 
take into consideration what quality time means to you and the other person and how can you meet in the middle if uh if you know you both have kind of different ideas for some people quality time is physically being together but separate so uh my husband and I do this all the time where you know we haven't spent a lot of time together but we haven't had a lot of alone time either maybe we've it's especially like during the holidays, this happens a lot, uh, when we're very, very social and interacting with a lot of the outside world. We have like alone separate time where we're in the same room as each other doing completely separate activities, not even talking to each other. We have this security of each other's energy and presence with each other. And we have this real genuine focused independent time doing whatever activity it is that we choose to be doing. So separate alone time might be the quality time you and your and your other person need and crave right now. It might look like allowing somebody freedom right now. Quality time might mean the opposite of being together. Okay. So really take into consideration for your situation, what does quality time look like? And when it comes to words of affirmation, they have to be real, okay? They can't be fake, empty words and phrases. Number one, Leo and Virgo can both spot that a freaking mile away. So just like you're not fooled by that, nobody else is, okay? J- don't don't go around just giving flippant freaking comments to people that mean nothing. But when something comes, something genuine comes up, a positive affirmation about somebody, whether it be a stranger or somebody very, very close to you, share it with that person. I don't really see genuine offers of words of affirmation going south 99% of the time. I'm sure once in a while you catch a stranger on a bad day and you say something weird and they take it wrong. Okay. So no matter what, you're right. There's always a tiny, tiny little risk that if you speak up, you might look like a dumb dumb, but you'll always know at the end of the day what your intentions were behind that, that you were genuinely offering somebody some kindness and positivity that day. And I just think that that's a really nice thing to do for each other that we should all be doing. So I really like the idea of uh, increasing our words of affirmation with each other in the collective right now. Now, really tap into this boost of fire energy and mercury energy, okay? Because remember, moon is going to be in Aries. Mercury's going into Leo, fire sign. Venus is in Virgo, which is a mercury-ruled sign. And Mars is moving from fire sign Leo into mercury-ruled sign Virgo, sorry. And lastly, the sun is already in Leo, okay? And so this is a wonderful surge in energy for creativity and passion. Again, really let those terms be really broad. Really tap into your playful imagination right now, okay? This might feel a little bit more of a challenge from the Virgo side, but we've got plenty of help from Leo energy right now to help us feel really playful and really, really imaginative and really proud of ourselves right now. This is a beautiful time for inner child work, okay? And so doing something that really satisfies and brings joy 
to your inner child. This could be coloring and artwork or playing with your kids or younger family members or just having a really playful date with your partner or friends or family. Uh, You can really, really let your imagination run wild here. And if you're having a hard time letting your imagination run wild, then do the Virgo thing and problem solve that shit. Hop on Google and type in creative and fun and playful activities to do with my partner, my kids, my parents, my whatever. Okay. Fill in the blank for your own Google search. Uh, I did want to hop in here with a little bit of advice to watch our pride and cockiness right now. Okay. Leo energy. We really like to be adored. We're very proud of ourselves. We're very prideful. Virgo, excellent and efficient problem solver and analyzer. I'll be perfectly blunt with you that both energies can start leaning into the know-it-all territory pretty easily and can have a hard time doing inner reflection and really looking at themselves Leo is very egocentric. That's a really big part of Leo's lessons and burdens in this life is working with and cultivating healthy ego, not allowing ego to control it or bog it down. And then Virgo being this master um, problem solver, which is amazing. That's why Virgo is the alchemist. They have a hard time realizing that there might be somebody else with a better solution. Sometimes Virgo needs to remember that it doesn't have to only come in from here. Okay. Since Virgo does come from um, the sun, right? We started in, it doesn't come from the sun, but we transition from Leo into Virgo in the zodiac. There's some, there's a decent amount of ego that gets transitioned and translated into the, into Virgo energy. And so we need to be super mindful of ego toxic ego. Ego is not automatically bad, but we need to be mindful of toxic ego and toxic pride right now. All right. Now, as far as career is concerned right now, I am very excited to offer this advice today because everyone and their mother is freaking the fuck out about Instagram right now. And the new algorithm and the video thing. And number one, if you haven't heard it enough already, or maybe you haven't heard it at all, and I can offer it to you for the first time, it's okay. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being so genuine. It's all good. Everything's okay. I promise. Instagram did not say that they are no longer, um, you know, a photo sharing app at all. And they're getting rid of still photos and fuck still photos. They're the thing of the past. No, they are prioritizing video and they're prioritizing their entertainment factor in their brand messaging. That is a brand pivot. And I love this perspective that I've been seeing on all kinds of um, like brand strategy accounts and um, different like business coaching accounts that I follow on Instagram. Instagram did what all of us should be doing in our careers and our business, whether you are an entrepreneur or not. Every, at least once a year for crying out loud, you should do some inner reflecting on what is my career right now? 
Okay, is it fulfilling? Uh, am I, do I feel aligned? Do I feel like I, my cup is full from this? Okay, all of these things should be absolutely integrated into your career life and your work life, okay? And so guess what? That's what Instagram did, everybody. Instagram did a big introspective they did lots of market research. They've been doing it for years. They've been pushing, just so everybody knows, if you didn't figure this out already, they've been pushing video tons since 2013. They've been gearing towards video even more in the last four years or so. They just made it official with an announcement. That's all. And yes, with a big algorithm update, but this is not the end-all be-all. There is still so much success to have on Instagram, even if your primary way of sharing and showing up was through still images, okay? And so we're going to keep talking about this no matter what on the show because Honestly, I am fascinated by and love social media strategy. In the last year and a half, I have really, really pivoted, like successfully pivoted my mindset from fuck social media. It's this poisonous place where, you know, all the scum of the earth comes to just drain all of our energy, right? And it's this terrible place. A lot of us look at social media that way. And I've really genuinely shifted that into, I use it as a tool for multiple things. I it's a multi-use tool. I use it for business, I use it for personal use, and I limit and create boundaries where I need to to tailor um the best experience that I can have for myself on there. And that's what I encourage everyone to do. So we're always going to talk about social media strategy because honestly, I think that especially as business owners, it directly links and relates to our mental health. So, and honestly, the health of our business, obviously. So we're going to talk about this a lot, but the reason I'm bringing all this up, the reason I said that I'm excited is because I want everyone to take all of this, this big boost in the energy that I just spent all this time describing and gear it towards your social media usage. Whether or not you are an entrepreneur and a business owner, even if you're, you're employed by an employer, um, you're most likely, I'd be willing to bet you're a social media user. And so I still want you to pay attention a little bit. This confidence, this leadership, these creative skills that just gear towards self-expression that Leo gives us, this is the best time to genuinely rework and pivot your relationship with social media and pivot your strategy with social media. Just because we're spiritual business owners does not mean that social media has to be demonized. It doesn't have to be this terrible thing. We don't have to hear the words social media strategy and business strategy and go, oh, that sounds very man-made and I don't like that because I'm spiritual and I'm intuitive and so I don't need a brand and a business strategy and I don't do a social media strategy. Everything I do is intuitive. Guess what? Strategy is intuitive. Welcome, welcome. You can have strong business practice and practical business practice and still be a super sensitive and intuitive person. You're looking at one right here, okay? 
take this announcement from Instagram. Take this shining, abundant boost of energy from this Leo sun and use this information and this energy to your advantage and get creative. The amount of times I have seen some of my favorite reels have become these slideshows of still images. So if you want to still be a still image user, do it. Just make it in video format. Show a slideshow. Um, show, honestly, one of my favorite things to do is I've been making animated graphics in Canva. So I make my same branded graphics with my font and my logo and my colors and everything like that. But I add some moving sparkles, right? Or I add a video as the background of like smoke. I hope that everybody saw that super cool podcast graphic. I'm really, really proud of, of like the smoke moving through the, through the podcast logo. Um, you can get creative without feeling like you have to put a camera on a tripod and show your face. Okay. If you're not ready for that, if that's not you, if that doesn't resonate with you and that feels so incredibly uncomfortable, you can't stand it, then just get creative. Don't quit just because a lot of other people show up with their face. Okay. Good job. People that show up with your face, that's creative in its own way with those that try and find new ways to show up on video without literally showing up on video. Um, when I don't feel like showing my face on video because I do have a massive Scorpio stellium at the root of my chart around my IC. So, and a Pisces moon in my eighth house and an absolutely stacked 12th house. So hello, privacy and hiddenness and drawing away from the world massively important to me. I have to have that time. I have to have ways to not show myself. I do have a Leo rising and I do like to be seen, but I like it literally equally to the amount that I like not being seen. And so I have to constantly balance these things. And so what I do is I do videos with my hands all the time. It's super easy. Or again, try out the slideshow and then um, start searching on Instagram with the hashtag real inspo and real inspiration. And I hope it goes without saying I'm real as in R-E-E-L. I mean, you could, you could look up R-E-A-L inspiration. I'm sure you'll find some cool stuff there too, but to look up like inspiration for reels and IGTV and stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, consider that. And then if you are nervous about like going live, because there are a lot of benefits to going live, Instagram really incentivizes that, which means whenever you hear Instagram incentivizes something, it's at least worth researching and looking into. Okay. So when you hear that Instagram is incentivizing video, particularly live and reels, um, both of those areas are worth at least doing some research into. <clears throat> so look up hashtags like IGTV inspo, IGTV inspiration, uh, and then 
try and hop on as many lives as you can, even if it's only for a short time to get inspiration from what other people are doing. You don't have to do what I do on uh, my Monday musings, right? So yesterday I went live in the morning and I pop on a camera and I give a super, super brief in um, like intro to the astral energy and intro to the podcast episode coming out the next day. And then we do some kind of like tarot education or like chit chat or whatever. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. I like to do that. And so I do that. A lot of people will do an Instagram live of like something that they do every single day or like a special thing they did that day. So let's say you have a business where you have to go do an inventory run. Hop on a cool IG live, get permission from whatever supplier you're going to that it's okay that you video, but make sure you tell them, hey, I'm a, I wanted to go live on my Instagram and shout you out to my followers. Is that okay if I do a video in here? Um, that is a really fun, creative way where maybe you could, if you wanted to, you could show your face for a second and then turn the camera around and film what you're doing or never show it on your face and just use your voice. I don't care. Um, you can also have the ability to pin a comment at the top of your live. So if you don't want to show your face or you have some kind of intro that in case someone didn't make it to the very, very beginning of your live, there's a pinned comment so that even if they hop on like halfway through, they'll see, oh, uh, so-and-so is at the greenhouse or they're at the supplier this week and they're restocking on um, inventory or whatever. And they'll be able to see what you're doing. So there's lots and lots of ways to get creative, okay? If you are a creator or an artist, hop on a live and show parts of your uh, process seriously because it's not just your artist followers, like people that are also creators, but People like me who do not consider themselves an artist and I do not create very many like, you know, things with my hands as far as like paintings and drawings and sculptures and, and carvings and things like this. I love watching people's artistic process. I love watching their artistic journey, their creative process and their creative flow. I could watch that all day long and you could get a little tripod and aim it down at the paper or again, whatever you're doing and just show that and you don't even have to show your face, okay? You can go live <coughs> for up to an hour. You you could go live for 10 freaking minutes if you want to, okay? So play around with it. Try to come out of this freeze state. I noticed that the that the announcement sent a lot of accounts and account holders into like a freeze state where everyone's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And suddenly I felt like I was finally on this good roll with um, like my social media flow and stuff like that. And now I feel totally thrown off because that absolutely happened to me. I totally relate to all of this, which is why I'm talking about all this, because this is everything I learned when I kind of freaked out about the announcement. I just started doing research and I started paying attention to what other leaders in the industry are talking about in regards to it. And I just let myself start feeling motivated and inspired and educated and informed by the decision and the change instead of held back and blocked by it anymore. Okay. Take that power back for yourself. Now, lastly, what does your magic and practice look like this week when it comes to all of this fiery Leo energy and all of this really, really quick, efficient 
Virgo energy? Well, first of all, kind of tapping back into the words of affirmation love language I was talking about, this is a good time for some mirror work, especially because, like I said, this is a really, really hard it's kind of a challenge right now. It's it's challenging for Leo and Virgo energy to, to provide itself the affirmation that it needs to. Leo really likes that to be external validation. It likes it to be external affirmation. But it is one of Leo's burdens and lessons and challenges in this life is to learn how to provide that truly from themselves, how to let a healthy ego truly fuel that for themselves. Okay. And then Virgo, their tough time with, with mirror work is they don't like to be the problem. It's more helpful if the problem is external and they can fix things outside of themselves. It's a little scary for Virgo to have to go within and analyze and kind of problem solve internal issues. And so a really, really nice way to get through this challenge is uh, through daily mirror affirmations, leaving yourself little notes on the mirror. You could do that like with um, like dry erase markers. I think test it, make sure it works on your mirror. Um, or like even like lipstick and uh, post-it notes and stuff like that. Um, they do make like repealable like wall decals and stuff like that. So you could go online and find a pack of wall decals that just the the imagery and the aesthetic of them motivates you or inspires you or whatever. And you could put that on a mirror. Uh, that's a really fun, like reusable, cheap, easy thing to do. So mirror work is big right now. And so I want to add to that, that glamour magic is a wonderful, wonderful practice. And whether or not you're a person who uses and wears makeup, um, whether or not you're a person that identifies female, that those are not prerequisites to glamour magic. And I'm really excited to start talking about this briefly um, because we're going to get more and more and more into glamour magic for sure because it's a big part of my personal practice. Glamour magic is a wonderful work for self-worth and self-confidence and self-identity. It helps combat narcissism. I think that a very common misconception when you hear glamour magic and mirror work is that is this very, very vain and narcissistic practice. And actually it has the intent of combating it and doing the very opposite. This is very powerful because mirrors <coughs> show us a lot. Mirrors are very, very powerful, very old tools in magic across many cultures, okay? The idea of gazing into our reflection and addressing our reflection, big, powerful, okay? Real game changer for humans <laughs> as far as magic and, and, and our relationship goes. Because when we face ourselves, what is reflected back at us is not just ourselves, but it's also the entire universe. Our entire world, all of our experience, all of our perception is always reflected back at us in the mirror. And that's overwhelming as fuck 
And that's why mirror work is not easy. And it's not for the faint of heart. And that's why if you've ever talked to me in the past about scrying and learning about scrying, which we'll, we'll talk about and we'll get into more and more why I tell you it's not for the faint of heart and it's not for the inexperienced. You can do it and do it successfully if you're inexperienced, but I would go into that as absolutely educated and, and informed as possible because it's very, very powerful. The mirror holds a lot, a lot of power in it. Okay. There's a reason why there's this old, old wives' tale that it's seven full years of bad luck if you break a mirror. Now, whether or not you buy into that superstition, that's totally up to you. My point is, is that that's just to give you an idea of how historically, how much power we've always put into the tool that is the mirror. So glamour magic is a way of using our appearance to boost a strong, healthy ego, okay, which then gives way to healthy identity, healthy self-worth, and all of that. So even if you are not a person who uses makeup, glamour magic is still for you. So I tell my husband, who is very much a um, cis male, okay, he does not wear any makeup of any kind. He doesn't really do his hair or anything. However, this practice of getting yourself cleaned up and presentable to go present yourself out into the world is very, very sacred. And it can be done with intention and mindfulness so that you benefit from healthy, positive uh, confidence throughout your day. Okay. So I want you to combine these daily mirror affirmations with some glamour magic. Now, if you are a person who uses makeup, what you can do is you can program your makeup, okay? So you hold different items in your hands and you can close your eyes and really envision that, again, item, product, whatever it is that you're charging being fueled and charged with your intentions. So for most of us, a lot of glamour magic is going to be confidence boosting centered. Okay. For most of us, that's why we use mirror magic. Um, but anything that relates to your self-worth and whatever you find that you need a boost of and charged in your life, that's the intention that you set. And that's the intention that you therefore charge this product or object with. Okay. Now you can also do this by programming a specific crystal, the exact same way that I described and placing this near on underneath or around the area that you get ready in the morning or the area like near a mirror, um, somewhere of this nature. Okay. Somewhere where you start your day where I, there really is ideally a mirror. Okay. It's not an absolute. You can use the selfie mode of your phone. You can in a pinch. So essentially you're using charged and programmed objects to get ready. Whether these are makeup, it could be a toothbrush, it could be a comb, it could be a razor you use to shave any body hair. It could be a towel that you use to dry your face. Some kind of tool that you use in the morning that helps you get ready and make your physical body and appearance 
presentable, however you define that word presentable, okay? And as you use that object that you charged with your intention, you're performing glamour magic, okay? This is a really, really great time for this. So if you've never practiced glamour magic before, give it a try. If you have any questions, send me an email. I'd be happy to help and answer anything that I can for you. And then if you have any ideas or inspiration that came to you, I would love to hear your suggestions. Send those over as well. And then that's overall it for today, folks. I am still working out some fun research and working through some creative ideas for spooky time on every episode. I'm going to end every episode talking about some spirit work or stories or whatever. And I'm still kind of working my way through that. But in the meantime, I would really, really, really love it if you would send me your stories. If you have any experiences, if you know anybody who've had any experiences with spirits or ghosts or other worldly multidimensional beings or entities, I want to hear about it. If your town or city that you're from has any cool myths or legends surrounding any of this, I'd love to hear about it. Or if you just have any questions, if you have questions for a death witch, if you have questions on popular conspiracy theories or paranormal theories, send them my way. I'm mostly opening up the door for inspiration and topics here because I can't narrow my brain down. (laughs) So send those over to thatwitchnextdoor at gmail.com. I would love to read them and share them on the show and give you a shout out. Thank you all so, so much for joining me today. This was a ton of fun. I'm really excited for this big boost in energy we're all experiencing. Have an awesome, awesome rest of your week. And I will see you next week. Bye, everybody.